This is Story Quest. Brand new stories you'll want to hear again and again. Are you sitting comfortably? Because I've got a story to tell you. A story all about Hedrick's hat. Everything had to be just so in the kingdom of Carnival. The gardens of the inhabitants of this strange realm had to be neatly clipped with no more than six types of flowers and grass, a regulation one inch exactly in height. All the horses had to be named Dapple, which led to a fair amount of confusion whenever there was a race. All the houses were the same and painted to the same shade of blue and everyone had to obey every rule of the realm, of which there were, as you can imagine, literally trillions. The people of Carnival were pretty good at doing what they were told. And if they didn't, well, the worst thing of all would happen to them. Not a prison cell or anything like that. If you broke the rules, everyone would know and they wouldn't speak to you. Sometimes, for literally hours, they believed a silent stare to be more of a punishment than any sword. That might not sound very bad to you or me, maybe a bit annoying, but for the people of Carnival, it was just awful. Just because of the way things were, the way things had always been, and most likely would be, for many years to come. And when you think about it, Carnival is just about the worst place for a name like this. After all, carnivals are supposed to be fun, and it wasn't exactly a fun place to be by the sounds of it, but then again, it is worth remembering that people find different things fun, and wouldn't the world be boring if they didn't? Now, one of the rules from the trillions of rules in the regulation tomes of the realm was about hats. Hats had to be worn by every single inhabitant. If you didn't, the other person would sharply shout HAT to remind you, and you better quickly do it or else, well, you might get stared at in an icy silence and that would very much spoil your day. You also had to politely raise it and say good morning or good afternoon or good evening, depending on the time of day, or get shouted at again. The reason for all these rules went back to a king who had ruled the lands for many centuries before. It was a time of chaos. Dragons, battles, rubbish piling up in the villages, people having massive banquets and forgetting to get their children to bed or forgetting that they even had children in some cases. In all, it was a very messy, smelly, loud sort of place to live, and nothing much got done because everyone was either having too much fun or having a fight, possibly with a dragon, and sometimes doing all of those things at once. The king was fed up with being the laughing stock of the other realms of the time, and so decided that he would sort it all out. He enlisted an army of soldiers from a neighbouring land where things were much more organised and paid them handsomely to go into the villages and start bossing people about and getting things done. So that's what happened. And you might think that people would be going, Oh no, don't spoil our fun, I've got a fight later and a banquet and after all of that being well I don't want to have to clear up the rubbish or wash the dishes or find my children. But actually, lots of the inhabitants were rather relieved. Sometimes it's quite nice when someone takes charge and sorts things out. A bit like if you're tidying your bedroom and you're at the point where you've managed to make things look worse by pulling everything out from under your bed, but then someone comes in and lends a hand to put everything away and it's... well, it's a bit of a relief, isn't it? 
So the villagers, notwithstanding a few grumblers, began to get the kingdom back into shape, and in time, everyone got used to the new rules. The king saw the success of his plan, and unfortunately didn't know the expression, quit whilst you're ahead, and went on making more rules. Some of them getting quite ridiculous, such as the whole regulation length of grass thing. The people had become accustomed to being told what to do, and as the centuries rolled on, they even forgot how to fight or shout or argue, and so that's why the worst thing that was possible ended up being nothing more than a devastatingly hard, stony, silent stare. Once acquired, habits, it would seem, are hard things to break. Hedrick had lived in Carnival for a very long time, and he was used to being stared at because he had a problem with one of the rules, not the grass one or the horse one. It was the one about hats. He hated hats. It wasn't just that he was one of those people who didn't suit them. It was the way they made him feel. He found many clothes itchy and uncomfortable on his skin. It was just the way he was. Perhaps he was more sensitive than your average carnivillian, but whatever it was, he couldn't help it. He had to seek out the softest fabric for his tunics and tights and needed the most supple leather for his shoes. Otherwise, he couldn't do anything. The scratchiness was all he could think about, and hats, well, hats were absolutely impossible for him to wear. He felt as if a hedgehog was sunbathing on his head, not least as the regulation hats were of a very tough wool. The wool did come in quite a fetching range of colours. He had to go out at night without his hat, or go out without it during the day, and have a chorus of hat, hat, hat from pretty much everyone he met, and then a whole bunch of hard stares and stony silences. And it wasn't much of a life. He was so miserable that he decided to do something about it. Citizens of Carnival didn't usually do anything about the things they might not like. After all, it would mean breaking the rules. But as the saying goes, necessity is the mother of invention. So he sought out some soft silks and his needle and thread and began to make a new hat. He stitched soft satin into the insides of his hat, and lo and behold, when he gingerly placed it on his head, it felt soft and silky and not scratchy at all. He went out in his newly lined hat. He'd chosen a bright orange silk, and when he raised it in greeting to the other citizens of Carnival, they gasped in surprise. Ha-ha-hat? Some shouted, feeling that there must be some rule against such a thing, but Hedrick just whistled the regulation tune and went about his day. He was so happy he didn't give a thought to the rules for once in his life. Word got around, and the new ruler, Queen Quinn the Quintillionth, summoned him to find out what on earth was going on. I hear you continue to wear your rule-breaking hat. You must be sentenced to a stony silence from all for an impossibly long length of time. I'm vexed, vexed, I tell you, she said. All right, but before that, can I just say one thing? It's the rules that you can. So yes, proceed. Hendrik took a deep breath. What's the point in all of our rules? I mean, really? 
What's the point? The queen pursed her lips and pondered a bit, and then spoke. To keep my subjects safe and happy, to maintain peace and tranquility. But don't you see, the rule about hats was harming me. I had to break the rules, or the rules would have, well, they would have broken me. I was neither safe nor happy, and my life was full of anything but peace and tranquility. That was a good point. The queen looked thoughtful. But we can't allow people to break the laws whenever they feel like it. We would be back to chaos in no time. Perhaps you could create a new rule that if people thought a change would make life happier and safer, even more happy and safe, then they could at least come and ask you about it, or we could decide by a vote. It was a bold statement, but the Queen couldn't argue with the logic. After all, people might be happier, and that was sort of the whole point. And that's what happened. Hendrick's hat was the start of a change in the land of Carnival. The Queen would hold meetings with groups of her subjects and listen to suggestions about changes to the rules, and the matter would be put to a vote. The gardens became more lush and green, houses more colourful, and it became much, much easier to tell who would won at the horse races. Although it has to be said, a long, hard, stony stare was still used on occasion, because after all, habits, or at least some habits, are very hard to break. Thanks for coming on a story quest with us. If you like that story, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you never miss an episode. 